Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is March 31st, 2019, and I am recording from beautiful Costa Rica, where it is still summer. And tomorrow is April 1st, otherwise known as April Fool's Day. And we've got a number of things going on this week. So the moon is in Aquarius today, and as it's been all weekend, and Aquarius is an air sign. We like air signs because it gives us uh, words and thoughts in our astrological daily chart. So we like a little bit of air. We also had Mars going to Gemini today, which was early this morning. And that's good too, because now we'll have enough air in the sky to sort of balance out what has been water and fire and a lot of earth. And we are needing really uh, a good amount of air. And we could probably at this point use a little more fire too. But we're going to get that. So onward. We have been discussing Mercury because Mercury went direct from retrograde last Thursday, a few days ago. And I had said this was important because Mercury stationed direct at 16 degrees of Pisces. And back on the 6th of March, the new moon was just about 16 degrees Pisces, and it was conjunct Neptune. And then Mercury joined Neptune at that 16 degrees, because Neptune doesn't move very quickly. And Mercury and Neptune together have been visiting with one another all week at 16 degrees of Pisces, because when a planet turns direct from retrograde, it slowly still retrograde slows down to a stop and turns around direct and then moves forward and mercury had gotten to the end of 16 degrees when it conjunct neptune last sunday and then crawled to 16 degrees six minutes which is where it went direct and then now it's still at 16 degrees And it's going to conjunct Neptune again on Tuesday, the 2nd of April. So why is this important? Well, first of all, Mercury and Neptune, usually when Mercury conjuncts Neptune, it's once and that's it. It zips by Neptune, you know, conjuncts it, moves quickly by the next day, it's passing it. We may have some insights, intuition, clever creativity, But generally, Neptune and Mercury are not going to sit together for a week, which is what they've been doing. Now, Mercury was with Neptune back before one retrograde, back in February. But more importantly, it's been there at this new moon degree from the 6th of March all week. So what you are experiencing and what you are thinking and what you are thinking, because it's Mercury, intuiting is something relatively profound in your life that is opening some other channel that's not of this earth probably that comes from someplace else than your intellect or your actual real analytical part of your brain this is coming from your heart your soul your intuition your your being your spirit This is not something where we're going to sit and analyze and think and hit our head against the wall. This is a place where we sit and wait and listen. And I've been talking about listening for several weeks. Now, the important thing is that 
Mercury may have come with a message and then refined the message or gave you a another layer to the message. And I found, and I, I said this was going to be the case, I found that what happened on the 6th of March that might stand out for you would probably have a revisit on the 28th, which was last Thursday, when Mercury went direct. And in my case, I had that absolute case. I had that absolutely happen where some activity that I had on the 6th of March revisited me on the 28th of March, which told me things about the initial activity and which was actually very good. So we're looking at another conjunction of Mercury on Tuesday, but it's not alone. What, what is actually very interesting about this is that the moon is going into Pisces. So like I said early, the moon is in Aquarius, which means the next place it's going is Pisces, and it's going to do that tomorrow, Monday, at 10.48 a.m. Eastern Time. But what's going to happen on Tuesday is that the moon will evolve and, and go to Neptune, at 9.26 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday night. Now, Tuesday morning, 5.38 a.m. Eastern Time, you're going to get Mercury conjunct Neptune again, and that will be the last one. But this is now Neptune's moved edged forward to 17 degrees, and now that's where Mercury is, and that's where the moon's going to be. So all three of these characters are going to greet one another on Tuesday. So more intuition, more information, more sensitivity, more doing being what you started on the 6th or what you initiated or what you felt was important on the 6th. The thing about outer planets is they always show us something that we might not have seen before about ourselves, about the world too, of course, but in this case about ourselves. And there is a certain quality to Neptune, which when we start to tap into it, we start to learn things like spirituality and intuition and creativity and inspiration. And, and all of those things are wonderful, except we have to really pay attention here because we're, there's information because Mercury's there. And so now, remember, there was a new moon on the 6th, and the moon is going back to greet Neptune again on Tuesday. So this is all one big story. And, you know, for you to make progress in this story, you have to pay attention to, because you're sort of monitoring your progress, and you're like, wow, I was able to creatively do this on the 6th of March, and I found that it's really helping me tap into some creativity this past week. Well, you know, for example, could be creative, could be anything, could be intuitive, meditative. Maybe you've reached a point with your meditative skills that, that it's, you're really getting some solid messages. And this is all important to pay attention to. So what I'm saying is Mercury has visited with Neptune. They, they basically lived together this week. They, you know, they say they went on vacation together and they lived on the same house in the same house and then the moon is joining them on tuesday and actually early early in the wee hours earlier venus will be and the moon will meet up and venus is not at that point yet venus is really going to be at about you know seven eight degrees when the moon 
comes in and connects with her. But it's a lot of information and intuition and it should be collected and either written down or memorized or brought forth because 16 degrees Pisces is now a hot point and we had things past there. So the sun was there with the moon when it was the new moon, but 16 degrees Pisces. Now everything that's hitting 16 degrees Pisces is now stirring up the new moon and, and showing us layers of information and layers of development to that story and layers of, Hey, you did this. Now let's take it a step further. Let's do that. And so when you have all of this interesting, creative swirling of intuition, well, Hey, you have to use it because I think this is very valuable energy. I think this is a very valuable week. And I think that when we are dealing with this level of hot point with an outer planet and it's Neptune and it's Pisces and it's, to me, this is relatively, uh, it's not like Uranus. It's not like Uranus keeps getting you and you keep getting knocked off your, your chair. You're getting Neptune. It's like subtle, intuitive, pay attention because if you're not paying attention, you'll miss it. Because Neptune will just sort of keep it hidden. But what's happening is that we are getting layers of a story and layers of, of skill and ability. You know, Mercury still skills and abilities. Mercury still shows us where we're communicating something. And where, you know, those of us who do these things, such as myself, Mercury is communicating with the cosmos in a very deep way because it's talking to Neptune. So those of us who are commuting, communing with the cosmos and communicating with the cosmos, maybe getting some answers or some prayers answered or being guided or navigated by the universe in some way. So this is a week to trust and feel connected to the universe in some way, if you're so inclined. I highly recommend it. If you don't do that on a regular basis, you might want to give it a shot. But Tuesday's got the moon touching Venus the moon touching Neptune and the moon touching Mercury and Mercury touching Neptune. So this is a lot of Piscean, Piscean watery, intuitive, deeply intuitive energy. So I highly advise you to use it that way. You know, you might just have a pleasant day, but really, really try to go deep with it because it's valuable and it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. So I highly recommend working with this energy after, especially after this week, what happened in this week for you? What happened on the 6th of March for you that relates to this past week? So as we move forward into this new week, the first week of April, we're going to see more of this Neptunian energy. Venus is going to reach that point next Wednesday, the 10th. So we're not going to see Venus in this place for a little while yet, but she'll remember it's a hot degree. She will trigger it again on the 10th. So we're still marinating in this very creative place. So use it, use it and intuitive place, use it. And so with now Mars and Gemini, and right now we have the moon Aquarius, we have all this lovely air sign energy going on. And it's particularly good because we really don't have a whole lot of air without our planets or anything right now. So it's good. We're going to have Mars there for about six weeks. 
We have fire because the sun is in Aries and it's the sign where it's exalted. But there hasn't been, you know, there's Jupiter in Sag and that's good. So there hasn't been, nothing's going to outdo all that earth that we've got right now. <laughs> so it's okay. We're working with the earth and earth is, is very powerful um, to get things done, to get things accomplished, to have something in your hand. Now, what else is going on this week? We have a new moon in that fiery Aries on Friday, and it's at 15 degrees, and it happens in the wee hours. It's 4.50 a.m. Eastern time on Friday. And this is a new moon in Aries. Wowie. So the beginning of Aries, we had the full moon. But now this new moon is just wiping all this clean, and we're moving into newness in the first sign. And this is really very cool. This is a lot of really good fiery energy to be used in a creative fiery manner. So we like this. It does get a bit entangled with those earthy planets, Saturn and Pluto, which are in Capricorn. So the moon does square Saturn and the moon will square Pluto on Friday in the afternoon and evening, Eastern time. But really, you know, this is about your confidence. This is about going forward. This is about empowering yourself. This is about being in your spirit and your fire and nothing's going to stop you from your mission. So that's, that's what you have to pay attention to when, once we get the moon in Aries this week, and then we have that nice new moon on Friday. This is a lot of fire energy. This is lots of energy. It really is. So use it wisely. Again, it, we're moving out of so much water because then things are going to start moving out of Pisces. Well, the, the moon will move out of Pisces. And we're going to get into that fiery, flame-heated you know, moon on the sun. And this is, this is that new moon that kind of kicks things off. It's at 15 degrees. The sun is exalted at 19 degrees, which is where it's going to be on the 9th. So this is the, the roundup to the exaltation. And so Friday is a good day to start things, to light the fire, to grab your life and hold it and, and run. So that's, that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful new moon, very close to the exaltation of the sun. And so enjoy it. Use that energy. It's a Friday. Take the day off. Go do something fun. <laughs> um, in the meantime, this week, we are having Monday and Tuesday, the moon is in Pisces. And then Wednesday, the moon's in Pisces for most of the day. It's going to be in Pisces. And then 11.36 a.m., it's going to go void in Pisces. And... When it's void in Pisces, it's just not the, really not the day to start new things, especially since we have a new moon coming on Friday and, you know, we're going into Aries with the moon on Wednesday night. The moon is void most of Wednesday. So Eastern time, 1136 AM and then 1056 PM, it goes into Aries. So by the time, you know, people are getting ready for bed on the East coast, you know, the moon's going into Aries. <laughs> it's a fine time for energy. Really what you want to do is just not exert yourself a whole lot on Wednesday. Don't fuss. 
Don't try to push. Once that void happens before noon, forget it. Just, just get through your day. Get all your important phone calls done in the morning. And the void moon in Pisces is like nap time, you know, time to go to the movies, time to go, you know, revisit some creative projects or something. But never, not this, this is the end of the zodiac. This is not a time that day. So just relax and enjoy your day and just do what you need to do. Get, get things done. But don't expect to get a whole lot accomplished by calling people and getting, you know, getting the fire under yourself. It's not going to happen on Wednesday. So don't even worry about it. Just keep moving. Just get through your day and do what you regularly do. And, you know, if you're home and you can take a nap, great. <laughs> um, so we are very much revving up to that Saturn-Pluto. And as I mentioned last week, we are going to see a lot of Saturn-Pluto activity going forward. And what's happening, what's happening, what happened last Friday is that there was this, there was an occultation of the moon over Saturn and then over Pluto. And, and when I look at my astrology calendar, that's like a black spot. That's like a, a little, it's a conjunction. It's listed as a conjunction, which is a blending of the energies. But when the moon occults those, it's almost like an eclipse and it blinks out their energy. It's like there's an eclipse with Saturn and an eclipse with Pluto. And there really isn't an eclipse, but for a second, when the moon is passing over them, it's like their energy disappears for a bit. And so, okay, so you don't, you might find that complicated or interesting or different uh, or exhausting. You know, you might not have the energy you need because the moon is sort of blocking planets that you need for your life, your, your structure, your transformation. And we're going to have this going forward quite a bit every month. So think about how you felt on Friday. Think about if anything new happened. Now, of course, Mercury went direct on Thursday, so there might have been a flurry of activity and energy. But think about how you felt on Friday. And maybe you were just tired. Maybe it was an exhausting day. Maybe it was a little bit of a, a discouraging moment or you were like kind of worn out. But well, because those energies were like blinked out for a minute, like as if they weren't there thanks to the moon. Now we want to pay attention to Saturn and Pluto because they really are coming close and they are, as I mentioned, going to retrograde at the end of April together, very close together in a few days of each other. And Saturn and Pluto, you know, despite what we might think, oh no, Saturn and Pluto, they're so tough. They are really going to help us get things done. And they are not something where you're going to jump for joy like Jupiter's and Sagittarius. Hey, you know, Jupiter's and Sag, fire, excitement, belongs there, great. This is really an interesting ride we're going to have for the rest of the year into next year. And what's really important to keep in mind is that when the moon goes, touches these things, we're going to get a good taste of them. And whenever a planet touches them along the way, it, for right now, it's just going to be the moon because no, nobody's going into Capricorn anytime soon. So... We're just going to have that moon, that lunar occultation every month, and the moon is going to show us in Saturn and Pluto. When we deal with them, and I'm already feeling it, I'm sure all of you are feeling it, and we want to identify it as such, Saturn is the one that's pressing on us to get things accomplished. Pluto's the one that says we have to transform and own power. So you may be faced with something in your life 
that you thought was taken care of or might be taken care of or could be taken care of or you were you thought was all settled and it wasn't. And basically, each and every one of us is going to have a something or other that we have to contend with, depending on where Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn falls in our chart. And contending with that something or other is, whatever, and I say that because it's different for everybody, is what, it's congratulations, this is what you're doing this year. And it's probably got its prongs and a few things in your life. But remember, at the end of the day, you are trying to accomplish and own your power. And that means, and people say, what does it mean to own power? It means you're not giving it away to somebody else. Well, I just can't do anything about it, so I'll just roll over and go back to sleep. That's not Saturn Pluto. That's not a way to be. What's going to happen is it's going to feel, there may be an urgency to what you feel. There may be this, oh my goodness, I have got to get this accomplished. Oh my goodness, I have to get this done. Oh my goodness, look at the obstacles I have to getting this done. But remember, you're confronting you. You're confronting whatever those obstacles are. Everything is a projection. And this is for our own learning experience and empowerment. So you may be working on something big. Let's say you have a big project to work on, a work project. Or maybe there's something that's going on in your life that you need to contend with. Saturn and Pluto are not going to allow you to get complacent. And you have to remember that. So complacency is out the door, but you have to step up your game. And this is really important in this next year because the worst thing you can do, like I said, is roll over and go back to sleep. Well, I can't do anything about this. Now there may be some things you really can't do anything about, you know, but, and those are like in the universe's hands. But what you want to pay attention to is the things that are like hanging in the balance and they're saying, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And you're like, oh my God, that's like, what it is, is like you're building something because Saturn is always about building and structure. You're building something to the next, say you're building the next level on your house. Can we do it? Can I do it? Can I reach for the stars? Can I get there? Reach for the stars. Saturn and Pluto can really help you reach for the stars. You can really get something out of this, something important. And it shows you when you look back on it, you're like, wow, I'm a different person now. That was life-changing. I accomplished that. I climbed that mountain. That's the energy you need right now. You cannot get complacent and you can't get discouraged. And that's what's hard because you've got to live between discouragement and complacency with them out the door. You've got to say, I got to get up and do it again. And I know I'm tired today. And I know yesterday I got a lot accomplished and I'm proud of myself for what I got accomplished. But that's okay. That was yesterday. Now today I've got to do it again. It's like starting an exercise program. Wow. I'm reaching new heights in my exercise. Isn't that great? But you got to keep going because you're not at your goal yet. So there's going to be a goal, there's going to be a something or other, and there's going to be obstacles to that goal that you have to get through, but you're going to do it because you're not going to get complacent or discouraged. And those two things are not what we need right now. There's going to be a moment, yeah, when you go, oh, oh God, this again? And yeah, this again. <laughs> But it's a serious lesson. It's a wonderful lesson in the end. It's going to be amazing when you pull through it. Just think of how great you're going to feel when you get to the top of that mountain you would have climbed and you've accomplished something. 
this is going to be profound and powerful. Know what you're doing. Know that it's necessary. Know that you cannot give up and you have to keep going and you have to do this. And a lot of the stories I'm hearing are that people are, you know, you're the one to do this. We're relying on you and you've got to do it. So bring in your team and, and get the job done. But there's a job to do and it's important and it's insistent and it's, you know, bringing up all of your, well, I was never equipped to do that. Well, yes, you are. And the universe is telling you that you are right now by giving you Saturn and Pluto. Nobody said this was going to be simple and straightforward. You know, there's mountains to climb and there's roads to take. And this is important though. It's a very important lesson in each of our lives. So keep going. And I was reminded not to be complacent. You know, I saw things happening in people's lives and I said, mm -mm -mm, can't be complacent. We got to, you know, get up and do it again. Get enough rest tonight, get up tomorrow morning and just keep going. And that's the thing about Saturn. You always have to keep going because Saturn doesn't give you a break. Saturn does okay, we're going on vacation. That's not Saturn. <laughs> that's not Saturn. Saturn's like, okay, what'd you get accomplished yesterday? Do you have everything on your list? Great. Let's go. Let's keep going. And it's not always going to be straightforward because Pluto's involved, but it's important to just keep moving this project, this goal forward and know that you're accomplishing something, even if it's small every day. And that's how you're going to get through the Saturn Pluto. And I'm going to be right here talking about it. So you'll, you'll, be like, Deb, we're sick to death of hearing about Saturn food, but they're important. On the weekend, next weekend, the moon will go into Taurus on Saturday at 9.06 a.m. Eastern time and stay there on Saturday and Sunday. And then it's going to be void all day next Monday, the 8th. So don't even worry about it. Just... <laughs> Get your, you know, Taurus is always about practicality. Get your practical tools done. Finish up your taxes. Money. Uh, you know, get your ducks in a row. And, you know, next week's going to be a little bit exciting because we're going to have all sorts of, like, Jupiter switching direction and Mars and the sun and, and all sorts of things. But really, uh, not Mars and the sun, I'm sorry. Um, Mars and the moon. And um, we're going to have this new moon this week. So use this new moon on Friday to energize yourself and get yourself really excited and goal oriented because you know, it's Aries and Aries loves to make plans and big plans and do something good and cool. So this week, continue to listen because of Mercury, Neptune, Venus joins them. The moon joins them on Tuesday. Tuesday's very good for spiritual work. Tuesday is very good for intuitive insights, creativity. So continue to build on what you've been learning and enjoy this wonderful new moon at 15 Aries on Friday. And as it gives you a little taste of Saturn and Pluto, just keep going. You know, that new moon is going to give you the energy to do that. I thank you for listening. My name is Deb McBride, and this is my astrology podcast. And I am available for astrological sessions for 90 minutes of discussion of your astrological chart with your astrocartography. And if you want to know more about that, it's deb at debmcbride.com. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at debastrology. And I also write a blog on my website. So check it out, debmcbride.com. 
I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you for listening.